Thanks for listening to part two of my conversation with Brian's lawn maintenance. Uh, yesterday, we talked about how he created margin in his life and keeping that margin with his growing family and his growing businesses. Uh, and it's just a great time. I always enjoy sitting down and talking with Brian um, on a Sunday morning uh, to give you this content for you guys. But we're going to be wrapping up that conversation about margins in this episode and then dive into LEL 21, what to expect, and also the origin story of uh, Launchpreneur Academy Live and how that all started as an event. So I hope you enjoy. Like you were saying just a minute ago with the billiards players or people that play pool, mm-hmm. like, well, some people are thinking one step ahead, but the grandmaster guys, the masters, right? They're thinking they're thinking eighteen shots ahead, right? Like they already know eight ball corner pocket, right? Or whatever, right? Uh, you know, and I'm if I played pool, I would get destroyed because I'd be like, <laughs> "Where's the nearest pocket?" Yeah, you know exactly, um, exactly. But, but I heard, I heard it was maybe Jim Rohn again, but somebody said most people walk through life looking down at their feet. Mm. And it's like, dude, what's the likelihood of you walking in the traffic or a pole or, or in a ditch when you're only looking down at your feet? Right. He, he also made a funny comment. He said, that's why you always wear nice shoes. Because uh, you're always looking yeah. at them. <laughs> everybody, that's the first impression because everybody's got such a low self-image walking yeah. around in life. Uh, that people are looking down. So that's why people judge you by your shoes first. Wow. That's a good have, one. Always have clean shoes. And I said... And, and I spent a lot of good money on, I got some decent, nice shoes. Like, yeah, actually when we got out of debt, this sounds so stupid. Name, I've never shared the story, but <laughs> I walk, I walk through Nordstrom all the time and they, you know, they have like hundred dollar, $200, $300 pair of shoes. There's these, um, pair of Magani, M A G A N N I. Um, they're like $300 men's like casual dress shoes. Wow. Like, like the, the bottom is like a wood, like leather, you know, like just, black shoe cool sporty like euro kind of shoe right yeah and i knew of this brand for like a decade and i told liz i'm like hey like can that be like my get out of debt shoe <laughs> and she's like a what and i'm like hey when we get out of debt i just want to buy these shoes they're 300 bucks which we would never spend that much money on shoes right right and people are like what's the motivation to get out of debt like this or that or buy buy a, a watch or a ferrari no like i just wanted to buy these really <laughs> badass looking shoes because I never had nice shoes growing up. And so I was like, I want these $300 shoes. And I bought those $300 shoes a couple years ago. Yeah. And awesome. It's like the stupidest yeah, little congratulations. But, but I, but I, but I heard like, Hey, everybody's walking around looking at your shoes. I'm like, well, Hey, no, no, I got some nice shoes. Yeah. Yeah. You got shoes. I got watches, you know, I don't have one on right now, but you know, me and my watches, I love my G shocks. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, they're not 300 bucks, but still they're not like, you know, it's not the $20 watch you can get at Walmart either. So <laughs> I, I, I bought some watches the last couple of years, but, um, I don't put those on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I for a whole nother time. Cause I like watches too, but yeah, we all, yeah, we all have our things, right? It, it is what it is. Um, Amen. But so I just wanted to kind of wrap things up talking about LAL 2021. So what are the plans for that? And are you, are you excited? I'm excited. Uh, dude, it's going to be uh, just gangbusters. Um, I, I, not to overhype it by any means, but I'm telling you, last year, there was 285 people there. Um, this year, we should have another two, 300 people. Uh, we're all back in one room. 
So just by default, the energy is going to be five, 10 times as much. Right. It's, it's going to be insane. We've got another like half dozen speakers. I've got a guest speaker, uh, paper Pete coming in with Techo. He's awesome. Um, incredible dude. I've got another secret guest that I'm bringing in. She's going to rock the house. I, she's not on the marquee, but I invited her about a week ago. Nice. She's, she's kicking butt. You, I'm telling you guys, it's going to be awesome. So November 13th, Saturday, uh, eight 30 to five 30 all day event. Uh, I, I think half of the people are excited about the training conference, which we're going to have Corey Ballard and Greg Woodstock and, uh, the almonds and Keith Kelfus and so many different people. Right. But outside of that, um, Friday night, I think the <laughs> other half of the crowd is excited about the high powered go-karts. Yeah. Oh so man. <laughs> Friday night, we, so literally a mile down the road, because there's like, like Naylor, you know how this goes. There's 300 people coming into town. You got to host these people, right? Right. Right. So you can't just like throw caution, like, like wolves to the, or people to the wolves or whatever they say. Just so, let them free out in Michigan and just go crazy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where are they going to go? They don't, people that are visiting, they don't know the area. So we rented out this, um, it's called a full throttle adrenaline park. Yeah. Uh, bring out your inner 15 year old kid. Okay. Like yeah. inside it, it's going to be so cool. High power go karts, virtual reality. Uh, it's uh, brought by uh, Toro Horizon 360. A little plug for them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the lady's like, so, so you're renting this out for four hours. Who's who's your people coming in? And I said, well, they're a bunch of lawn care landscapers. I said, uh, they're 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 grown men. They're all 30, <laughs> uh, 30, 20 to forty. But I said they they drive zero turn mowers, so they're going to be pretty good on these go karts. I said uh, we're just going to let them like you know have fun. In place. Yeah. Yeah. Just to rip it up. So uh, very, very thankful. Tickets are selling well. Um, I, I appreciate people that get the ticket now and early so we can track numbers better. Mm-hmm. Um, that always helps with live events just so you can figure out food and seating. Um, I think we're at 130 plus tickets. So we're we're on pace to get to that 300 again like we were last year. So um, it's coming up quick, man, like another two months and we'll be here. It's it's awesome. Yeah. I just wanted to share a quick story about this high powered go-kart. Like as soon as you said that, I got like PTSD and started getting a headache just thinking about, oh man. So just recently, before just recently, you know, I was hearing about the hydrant, you know, the adrenaline park and all that. I was like, oh, that sounds cool. That's awesome. My son's always wanted to go uh, go-karting. Like we have an indoor go-karting high paid fat like they go 45 miles an hour you know inside this thing is like no joke like you have to be big enough and all this stuff you don't need a license but you still need to be you know have certain criteria or whatever to they have the junior ones for the little kids but this stuff's no joke so he always wanted to do that so i was like all right you know it was like a reward for some stuff over the summer i was like if you can do what blah 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 We'll go ahead and we'll do that. So we did that and I took him to that and holy cow, 45 miles an hour. We're zipping around these turns. Everything is crazy. And we did, you know, two races. The first one was, was crazy and awesome. And we had a good time. The second one, it was just the two of us. Cause it was like closing time. And it, you know, this place has like a bunch of kids that like are running it. They're probably having labor issues too. So they just got a bunch of kids and whatnot. And they were just kind of like, I guess they were like checked out or whatever, but one, so they're electric go-karts, which I, I, I think that's a cool idea because you don't have to worry about the gas and, and slower, yeah. slower uh, carts, you know, as long as they're all charged, they're all super fast, the same or whatever, but they can also control it electronically. Like they can shut you off, you know, or, yeah. or, or turn you on. So like you kind of go slowly out of the, the main thing there. 
till you get to the straightaway, and then they also like, you just fire yeah. it up, you know, and you just go peeling out around the corner or whatever. So we're the we're putting around, and I'm like, and we're just looking around, like, are they gonna turn us on? And I'm like, oh man, I'm not paying attention. And then I'm like freaking out because we're going in the first set of turns. I'm like. They're just going to turn it on and we're going to slam into a turn. And all of a sudden I come around and I see them like, you know, ahead of us, uh, uh, like at the counter and they're, and they're like, oh, oh no. Like they, re- I could see they realized that they forgot to turn us on. So I'm like, oh no, here we go. And they turn us on. So we are like, you know, like trying not to like slam into stuff and we're going around turns. And then we come around the first, like the first main straightaway where you can really like, you know, send it and pass people if you want to and all that. It's like this huge epic curve, but it's straight, you know, so you just guys just hug that corner and go full 45 miles an hour and you, you see yeah. the lap times, you know, you go underneath the lap times so you can see where you're at and everybody else at. And we start going around that corner, just flying, right? The guy, one of the guys forgot to, so, so when, when you are, are done, you know, they slow you down and then they move like this massive wall out of the way. So you, so it closes off the rest of the track and then you go into, I guess, the pit or whatever. Or they, is it the same way? Yeah. They forgot to close that wall. So there was nowhere to go but into the pit at 45 miles an hour. I was like, oh, and I slammed on the, t- slammed on the brakes and tried to swerve away from the cars, did a 360 and slammed into this metal great fence that they had where people on the other side would normally be sitting there and like drinking and eating and watching their people, you know, the thing. But it was empty because they were closing. So there's no one there. They would have been dead because like chairs went flying and bounced off the wall and I bounced off the thing and I was a mess. Like I'm still getting over it Uh, and my son just slammed into the back of me but i'm the one that got it the worst he said he saw the whole thing he saw me just fly into this thing and bounce off and it was crazy and he just slammed into me like and i was like what the heck is happening i was like so upset and so distraught and so shocked and i could just see all the kids running over like oh my gosh oh my gosh they're like freaking out and all this stuff and and they're like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like oh so I just have these these memories of yeah that's just like I'm like man if there was more people like someone could have got really hurt like we could have really piled up on each other like if we slammed into the cars or something head on that would have been like the parked cars like I'm like these kids got to get it together you but you sign your life away so I got nothing there's nothing I can do like, yeah, that's on you they, you're, you're lucky they didn't charge you ten dollars extra for that that uh for the damage uh, yeah yeah well <laughs> people don't if you've never been to these things they they're they're fast they're electric you know yeah. like not like the old little gas powered ones that um you know the local putt putt you know right. they where they sputtered 15 miles an hour and whatever like, right. like you gotta wear the helmet the yeah Hans device, yeah the collar you know? we had that neck thing all that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, i'm like why so, are we wearing all this now i know why <laughs> you, 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 uh no doubt about it well it's funny because uh you said something really funny, which was the the fastest lap, like the timer. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do like uh, the Toro. I'm gonna call it like the Toro time trials. You know, like how like they have like the time cutter and the time master, and the they're all about time with Toro. Right. So so let's do the Toro time trials. Nice. They have like the, they have the podium finish. So we'll do fastest lap, and whoever has the fastest lap out there will uh, do a podium finish. Corey Ballard has been talking a bunch of junk. He thinks. Uh. He no. thinks he's taking the gold. Oh, because he, he's a racer. Yeah. So legit. He races professional high-end gas power go-karts. I yeah. Mean, like the, the funny car go-karts, whatever they're called. Yeah. Um, whatever. I don't those, know. Those the big wings and sails on them. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So he's like, dude, like I'm, I'm already taking this. He's like, just send me the stuff. Uh, nice. I don't know but if he I hasn't do, been on these. It might be a little bit different, you know? 
I need somebody to come dethrone him. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it might be. I don't know if you ever saw Days of Thunder. That's a classic Tom Cruise movie oh, yeah. back in the day. I mean, that 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 might be me. I might be kind of like slow going, like you know, like oh, and then this in my head, I'll have what's his face and be like, you know, it, yeah, like just 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 hit the gas and go through it, and I'm just. And then as it come out, I'll just be like killing everybody. Rubbing, yeah, yeah. Rubbin's racing, right? Rubbin's racing. <laughs> That's a classic, man. Yeah. So, I'm waiting, uh, what was his name? Uh, Colt or something like yeah, that? Cole Cole Cole. Yeah, Cole Trickle. Cole Trickle. Yeah. He's like, drop the hammer. Don't you drop the hammer. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good movie. I want to watch that again. But there you go. At any rate, so to wrap things up, what, um, for, for the, you know, we're going on about how great this event is. For those who have never heard of this event before, what, I mean, just real quick, what is it and why did you want to do it? Like, why did you want to put this together? Get started today with GPS Track It and get your first month free. Register at gpstrackit.com slash LCR or call 855-930-2323. Real-time vehicle tracking, time and driver management, driver behavior, equipment asset protection and management, and smart video dash cam solutions all in one place. Improve route density and productivity, save on fuel and idle time costs. Protect your vehicles, recover lost or stolen vehicles, no contracts, and a low monthly price. GPS Track It. Find the link and phone number in the episode description. Hey guys, Mr. Producer, and I wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the LCR Media Podcast Merch Shop. If you're looking for a way to support the show and share it with others who might also enjoy it, then check out our LCR Media Podcast exclusive merchandise. We've got t-shirts, hoodies, coffee mugs, even an insulated water bottle for when you need to take a sip of water. I think I'll leave that one right there. Anyway, just click on the link in the episode description to see the products. Make sure to tag us on Instagram at LCR Media if you do snag some swag. And we sincerely appreciate you listening to and supporting the show by picking up some gear. Thank you, my friends. Yeah, I, I, I just honestly uh, noticed that people were craving community and they wanted actual practical, I can learn something today, apply it tomorrow type learning from their business. Like, I, I love YouTube. We have a huge YouTube presence, but it's hard to learn from YouTube, like in-depth stuff, like grow your business stuff. Honestly, those videos, uh, maybe you've related, Naylor, they perform not bad, they're just not great. Right. So I'll review a lawnmower. It'll get 30,000 views. Cool. We all we all Google the new fancy, shiny equipment, rightfully so. But that mower, like how you use that mower is going to determine whether or not it makes you money. But if I do a video on like three ways to make more money with your lawn care business, it'll get a tenth of the views. Right. And so, and so just, just kind of realizing how people digest info, how I personally digest info, um, I think that's where the advent of the podcasts have really helped because we can learn more X's and O's with the podcast. Um, so, so what we did is we, we wanted to create a live event, bringing in people to have successful businesses. I mean, everybody touching the stage has a seven figure business or above doing what we're all doing. Um, and if you don't want to make, you know, a million in gross revenue, that's fine. Learn what they're doing for best practices and run a successful solo, solo owner operator business doing two, 300 grand. Like that's totally fine. So what we're doing is we're bringing in some of the best of the best. Like I said, Caleb Allman, 
uh, Keith Kalfas, a bunch of other guys. I have an actual professional motivational speaker and storyteller, Jeff Joyner. He's coming back to keynote. He he sold the show last year. Everybody just raving reviews from him. He's He helps you think about life different. He's one of my friends. He's amazing. So what we're going to do is for, like I said, nine-hour day, uh, 8.30 to 5.30, have all these people up to speak at, uh, on 45-minute intervals. Lunches involved uh, are provided and included. Um, there's going to be a 3 p.m. demo session for 45 minutes. So you can test out equipment. Um, and we're just going to we're going to do brain surgery, man. You know, it's it's a time to come and everybody take the ego and leave it at the door and walk in there. At least this is what I do and say, what can I learn? I don't have it all figured out. I had a great year. I'm kind of catching my breath in November. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got about three months to kind of um, line up the, 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 the spaceship here to make another run in uh, in spring of 2022. What can I do over the next 90 days that I learn at Launch Entrepreneur Academy to do surgery on my company and then come spring 2022, hit it right out of the gate, being more profitable, more successful, better business practices? Like, that's the idea. And so for us personally, we have seen so many people come out of the event transformatively different from their mentality to how they approach their business to we've had people that came there. They were employees. They three months later quit their job because of stuff they learned at Entrepreneur Academy, doubled their business revenue. And they're doing 200,000 in gross sales when the year before they're doing 60,000. I mean, I can give you just name after name, guy after guy. We had a couple of sleepers in there the last few years. I didn't know we had a guy in there once that had a $5 million company. Another guy had a $2 million company. Wow. And <clears throat> yeah. He, he had bought this $5 million turnkey investment business. Okay. And he said, I don't know anything about the green industry, but I'm coming here to learn as much as I can from back then a Stan, uh, uh, Dirt Monkey, Genedic, uh, a Caleb Allman, a Corey Ballard, right? And and this guy just wanted to get up to speed. So whether you're you're in business in your first three months or, or you've been doing this for 30 years, there's I guarantee you're going to be something for everybody. And maybe, maybe you're the hot shot and maybe you're kicking butt and you just want to get around like other alpha dudes. Well, like Corey Ballard's there. Greg Woodstock is there. I mean, Greg Woodstock, I think uh, Aqua, uh, Aquascape is going to do $45 million this year. Okay, yeah. like you can learn from a guy that has 160 teammates. What's he going to be talking about? Building teams, culture, branding. I'm pretty sure if you're trying to make two hundred grand, uh, a guy that's made $45 million will help you get there. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and again, like, and if people want the info, we're making it available. There's there's so many people that make friendships along the way. I, you know, two years ago, it was our first time. So everybody was kind of learning like what's going on. <clears throat> now we have people that come back and they're, they're rooming with their friends, you know, splitting hotel rooms. They're meeting up. You know, one guy's coming from Kentucky. One guy's coming from Illinois. They meet up in Toledo, Ohio. Then they drive up, you know, yeah. all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and, and now, now those same people, like they're going to each other's weddings you know, like, you know, Kyle Parks and a couple other guys. Right, right. Um, so it's really cool to see community. And here, here, here's here's the biggest thing I'll say about Launchpreneur Academy. And I, and I heard somebody else say this. Again, I'm borrowing success stuff from other people, right? But <laughs> I heard if you want to go uh, fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with a team. And and so maybe you don't have a team or a big a mentor or, a, or somebody that you can plug into local. Launchpreneur Academy can be that that group, that network 
that mastermind that you get to meet and learn and get to shake hands with other people doing what you're doing every day. They get the same struggles that you have. And so make friends, like that's the point. And then learn from other good people that are going to be teaching, not, not top down, but peer to peer. And, and to me, that's, the, I don't know. I, again, the inmates are in charge of the prison, man. If somebody wants something to change, we'll change it. If it's going to help you guys grow, we will apply it tomorrow. Yeah. So this is my baby. We put tons of hours into it, as you can imagine. Um, don't miss it. You know, I know 200 bucks for a ticket, 250 bucks for hotel rooms, hundred bucks for gas. I get it. It's a commitment, but, or, or you want to go work that day and make 500 bucks, you know, doing a pruning job. I get it, but you have got to get around the heat. You've got to get around the fire. If not, you're going to cool off. You're going to lose motivation. These live events are designed for a purpose to keep you going. And, and instead of going into fall, like kind of coasting and you're gassed, now you get to go there, get charged up, rip your whole company apart over the winter <laughs> and, and hit the ground running come, yeah. you know, February, March, April next year. So that's, uh, thanks for giving me the opportunity to talk about it, but it's, um, yeah. I'm so excited about it. It's, um, it's a life-changing event. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. So where I went there last year and I saw everything that you were like, everything you said is, is that tenfold. So it's, it's just from networking alone, it's a huge opportunity. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. So where, where can everyone get the tickets? Like what's going on? Where can they find you? Like, I know you got stuff everywhere. Just, just yeah. promote yourself. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 dude, you're, you're too kind. It's just simply launchpreneuracademy.com. Um, you can get tickets at the store. Uh, there's like the store tab. It's really mm-hmm. easy. You get, you get a ticket, you're registered. We get you a couple follow-up emails for the hotel. Um, it's extremely simple to get to Novi, Michigan, whether you drive or fly in Detroit Metro airports, 30 minutes down the road. Um, I, I haven't had anybody not be able to find the place or get to the place. It's at the Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi, Michigan. It's like the uh, convention center yeah. of like of our area. Like if you live in Michigan, you know of it. That's the, the boat show is there, the state fair is there, that kind of deal. Um, uh, it's 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 going to be awesome. I, here's the thing: if you want to go to GIE, I'm all about that. GIE will sell you a mower. What we're going to do at Launchpreneur Academy is teach you how to buy the mower. And then how to make money with it. Right. And so they both have different roles. Both are very, very fun. Um, but for me personally, I'm looking for the serious folks that want to make more money. That's that's what Entrepreneur Academy is all about. Oh, absolutely. All these different um, live events that have been being created by folks such as yourself are a different group. Like I, th- I think I said this maybe to Paul one time on his podcast, but the GIE is kind of like everyone. And then these other live events are very specific, like very, uh, hardcore, like very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yes. Very, very, um, uh, they, they have intent. I don't, I'm trying to think of the word, but I can't, but they're, they're very, they're very focused. They're very, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, they're specifically there because they want to learn stuff. They want to do stuff. They want to grow their business. It's not just about having fun and playing around on mowers, like at the GIE, but there's other stuff there too, but that's more of a big umbrella of everybody. And then the, the different events here, like, like yours, uh, really narrows it down to the, to the people that want to have skin in the game and really, uh, you know, make, make yeah. something out of their business or their, their, and, and, or maybe in their life. So yeah, for yeah, sure. Amen. Awesome. Well, real quick, um, some couple, a couple of rapid fire pod deck questions. Uh, both of our dogs are getting restless in the background. I saw yours and I can hear mine I'm trying to mute it real quick. And he shakes and his collars like jingling in the back. Like, ah, hit the mute button, but you know, whatever. 
real life stuff here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what's, what's one habit you're trying to change? What's one habit I'm trying to change? Um, I mean, like one, a, one bad habit, I guess. Yeah. A, a broader, a, 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 the answer is health broader, broader answer is like kick pop work out more. Um, that's, that's my next thing. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get so many other airplanes to altitude, right. We call it, <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> where I've totally neglected health the last five years and other people, uh, are super fit. Uh, I'm super rich. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm fun there. But you got to uh, stay fit to, 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 you know, celebrate and spend the, the riches, right. Well, to, to live I, that life. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, it is true. That is true. I, I have a friend, um, he's a fitness nut and, um, I, he's a CrossFit guy, the whole deal. Right. And, uh, I, I bought a shirt once I wore it to his class for, a, for a, just, I was hanging out doing a workout and it said, uh, eat right, exercise hard, die anyway. So, <laughs> nice. so, so he's like, he's like, take that shirt off. I'm like, no, sir. So, uh, I, I need, I need to get more in shape. I need to work out. I mean, I, I've lived on carry out Chipotle and, and, uh, fast food for five years, which is not healthy, but, um, you know, I, I was joking with him. I said, Hey, what's, you know what my fa- uh, favorite machine is at the gym? And my friend's like, what's that? And I said, the, <laughs> the vending machine, you know? <laughs> oh man. That's what I think there was one time I saw Jake, um, Jake Meisner, right? He's, he's in Michigan yeah. already. I think I saw on his Instagram story one time. I don't know if, it, I think it was you. Does, do you guys yeah. go to the same gym? He was yeah. like working out and he was like showing like so, behind his camera and you were like on a, tr- on a bike or something on your phone. He was like, come on Fullerton. We're here to work I, out. Listen, listen, <laughs> caught me when I was on my phone for a second. Oh, like, okay. I was working out. It's the whole deal, right? For 45 minutes. <laughs> I'm just hitting it, beating sweat. And uh. then, uh, funny story it's like he takes a video of me for instagram and he's like come on fullerton get moving and i'm like <laughs> as he as he shows up and like you know he, he jake meisner starts his workout with the protein shake you know at the smoothie bar yeah uh, then he just hits it hard <laughs> yeah right so 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 ideally the, the 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 game plan this year was to have two guys running the crew and uh i could go to the gym after doing office stuff in the morning go hit up the gym 10 or 11 a.m like Corey ballard goes to lifetime at either six in the morning or ten thirty after the guys all go out, right? Yeah. Um, so next year we're gonna have two guys run the crew. Working out is gonna be a non-negotiable. Um, Liz and I are actually like really excited about like kind of having because I don't know if you guys ever can relate, but like individually, like I can be pretty weak, but like when I have an accountability partner or a buddy, mm-hmm. like you know, I'm, I'm just better that way personally. Yeah. I know everybody's different, but like Liz has another week or two of um of healing up after the baby, and then she's like, I'm going to get on that Peloton and I'm going to kick your ass, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so, so we're going to do like a little like battle, you know, between a uh, husband and wife and that's just cool. try to motivate each other. You know? Yeah, so, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. So another one, quick one, what's uh, one thing off on your bucket list? On my bucket list? Yeah. Do you have a bucket list? Like that I want to accomplish? Yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Something that you want to do, so, like something fun that you want to do or whatever before, before you, before you're dead, <laughs> before uh, the end of your life, you know, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of those. That's a fact. Um, <laughs> I, I'd say besides buy like a really nice, like high end car or something like that. Um, like, like a Ferrari or Lambo, like every other dude. Mm. Um, I, I, I love to get to Dubai, honestly. Nice. Um, yeah. Like my, my older brother went there, um, about three or four years ago. The, the airline there, they're, they're all like subsidized because they're national. Yeah. 
Oh, so an airline, they were running a, a sale for an airline ticket was 299 bucks. Wow. Normally the flight, yeah. Normally the flight is 2,300 bucks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so he got a ticket for him and my mom, they went there for two weeks. Um, the seven star hotel one night, the gold, the gold coffee, right. Um, did the Falcon thing with on the arm, like <laughs> Falcons are like, I don't know, like idols and deities to those people, which yeah. is cool Good for them. Um, so one day I like, I mean, here's the thing. What do you need to go there? Time and money. Yeah. And so like, we're starting to make a little bit more money. I'm trying to figure out how to work myself out of the company a little bit to get more time. Um, now that we have a newborn, who knows when we're going to Dubai, but yeah. uh, I, Liz is like, she grew up in Dearborn, Michigan. So she's been around like that world, that culture a lot. So yeah. she, she, she really likes it and appreciates it, especially the food. Um, so I'm still trying to convince her though, because, you know, if you've never traveled international, like it's not America over there, you know what I'm saying? Right. For sure. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of people that go, that have been doing stuff in Dubai. I mean, forget about fast and furious movies and all that kind of stuff. There's a, like, um, I, you know, fun fact that no one probably even knows, but I'm, I'm big into arm wrestling. Not like I'm in a championship or competition, but like I, it's something forever okay. that I've liked like as a hobby, yeah. you know, like I've done plenty of arm wrestling with like just random people and stuff like that over the years. But okay. the, the, the point is that like, you know, that's one of many things that, uh, that is recommended to me on YouTube. So like all like the professional arm wrestlers that make, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars just to like arm wrestle somebody. I mean, they're obviously getting more and more, but it's like a big deal. It's just like another sport that people don't always know about. And there's one guy that's like a legendary arm wrestler. That's got a big YouTube channel. It's like 500,000 subscribers now. And he's kind of bringing a big new audience and name to arm wrestling, kind of putting it on the, on the map and like another wave now, instead of just like the old school stuff, but they've been going to Dubai a lot. Even during COVID and all that, I guess that's that was just like a thing. Like, yeah, just go to Dubai. They're, they're cool, you know. Wear your mask or whatever. It's all good. Meanwhile, they'd have their mask on their chin and their arm wrestling each other. I'm like, yeah, that's gonna work, you know. Like, they're they're meeting the criteria, I guess, right? Yeah. Whatever. They te- technically have a mask on, but there was a lot of arm wrestling going on in the past year, year and a half um, in Dubai, and and they have like national. They had like this epic national like championship with this legendary arm wrestler and the current like world champ. Like, it's like a worldwide thing. Too. It's not just like some random, you know, like people sure. like, like the Russians are like killer in arm wrestling. Right. And like the Americans trying to like crush the Russians. It's like, it's like this classic, like Rocky thing almost, but it's, it's a whole another world that you probably are like, what, what's going I'm on gonna, here? I mean, everybody's in the different things. And I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah, know, but. yeah, yeah. But, but my point is Dubai is a popular area all over the place. All kinds of yeah, reasons. Those guys know, um, I mean, you know, like obviously like, outside looking in, like they know they're not going to have the oil money forever. Right. So they're, they're trying to transition to tourism and yeah. industry and business. And, um, they're hosting is, a lot of stuff over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a planned city too. Like I, my, my older brother, I guess I get the bug from him. He's, um, an architecture nut. I mean, he can tell you how many square feet in every building that's, you know, worth mentioning how many windows, how many floors, like he's that guy. He must so, love it there. <laughs> Yeah, well, he went there for the Burj Khalifa uh, skyscraper. Yeah, right? that it, thing's crazy. The one, the one that they jumped out of in Fast and Furious, right? <laughs> Something like yeah, that. Yeah, the one where like airplanes and helicopters fly below it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you, like airplanes are like below you when yeah. you're in the sky deck. Which That's is, crazy. It's like a mile high or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, um, that's why he wanted to go for that whole trip. Um, and 
And back then, like, I think Liz and I might've just been like, you know, newlyweds. We didn't, we, even if the, tr- the flights were 300 bucks, like we didn't have the time. We didn't have three, four grand to make the trip. And so I, I'm really um, not, not regretful, but like, I wish I would have been in a better situation like I am today to be able to take up on that, that whole uh, adventure. But man, that'd be so cool. I mean, I, I think it's fun. That's somewhere I want to go there or like maybe like Japan or China. It's just like an entirely different, different world. Yeah. Dude, totally different culture and yeah. world. Yeah. Like just get dropped off there and be like, all right, <laughs> here we go. You know, I look yeah. Be looking for the golden arches, you know. So yeah, instead of, instead of like naked and afraid or whatever that show is, it's like you know, like lost in Japan and afraid or something crazy. Liz and I are uh, we have been watched binge watched so much naked and afraid and alone. The wow, last there you go. <laughs> which is which is ironically also um, what Liz uses as a descriptor for our um, married people time, which is naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh man. <laughs> As I call it alone, you know what I mean? But yeah. um, <laughs> I'm just having fun. But, uh, so we, we watched like all the episodes and seasons while she was nesting, you know, last two months of ba- uh, having the baby. So yeah. anyway, one, one day we'll uh, get over there. I do like the, uh, the the BC coast over there. That'd be really cool to get over there one day. But I don't know, too much too much brain though, I guess. So Yeah, for sure. Um, you have to have a conference or something over there. That's what you got to do. You got to find, find some other like conference or... or <laughs> LAL, you know, 20, 20, you know, 23 or something like in, in Dubai. Yeah. Yeah. The North Pacific West, uh, division or whatever. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's how you got to work it in, man. See, I got all the ideas. You got to, you got to get in there, you know, get some sponsors, you know, primes now. Uh, you know, you can be our business manager then. There you go. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Brian, for taking this hour and 10 minutes, this epic, uh, I'm probably going to make this a two-part episode because um, it's just a lot of great stuff on here. And I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy, busy guy. And uh, I will catch up with you the next time. If at the very least, I'll see you at the GIE. Um, we, yeah. might, we might talk in between there. But um, thanks again Good for your time, man. Great stuff. Thanks for having me on, brother. And uh, if anybody needs anything, anytime, man, say hey. But uh, thanks again for the opportunity to get to share with all these guys. And hope everybody has a great rest of the day, man. Absolutely. Hey, guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.